Leaders are responsible for a lot of things. Number one, they're responsible for leading. And at times there are situations that cause for them to have to forgive. But the first person they should forgive is themselves. But why is this so hard to do? Let's talk about it. We are loyal to our suffering. We feel that if we forgive someone, we're letting them off the hook and what happened didn't really matter. But that is not true. That is absolutely not true. Forgiveness is letting yourself off the hook from carrying around the burden of the resentments that you had. Uh, thanks for having me on the show, Jason. I'm a, I'm a forgiveness teacher, and um, I offer workshops and classes and retreats on forgiveness. Um, the approach to forgiveness that I use is uh, taken from the Stanford Forgiveness Projects methodology that's been written about by Dr. Frederick Luskin, who's a friend of mine, and I work in collaboration with him. Um, it's published in a book called Forgive for Good, A Proven Prescription for Health and Happiness. So it's a wellness uh, approach to forgiveness. It's not a religious approach, although it's wonderfully baptizable into any faith context, but it's based on the principles of science. And uh, that's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> very good. Very good. So uh, as as, in, you know, uh, again, congratulations on being chosen as one of the TEDx Asheville speakers and presenters. You. you know, yeah. How has that process been going for you? It's been amazing, actually, uh, working with uh, Barry Barton and, and um, her colleague Jennifer and all the folks who are putting this on has been just an incredible experience. Such professionalism and, and visionary leadership and collaborative opportunities. Um, you know, and I've, I've been a public speaker pretty much my whole adult life, uh, so it's not like a new thing for me, but working with Barry, I was able to hone my skills and, and uh, explore new possibilities. I mean, the discipline of a TED Talk is very different from leading a, a workshop or doing a seminar or giving a sermon or doing a retreat. So it's a new approach that I'm learning and I'm enjoying what I'm learning. It's challenging. But it's good. Very good. Very good. Yeah. So as it relates to a forgiveness teacher, um, you know, why is it so hard for people to to forgive? Like what mm -hmm. prevents people from forgiving? Oh, boy. You know, it's so hard. And I had to learn this the hard way. Um, I like to say I came kicking and screaming to the work of forgiveness because I thought I had it all figured out until I had to do some forgiving. <laughs> and then I realized <laughs> how little I knew. And um, I had, you know, my life kind of fell apart after 9-11, like a, a lot of the first responders. And um, I was kind of a, in, a, in a really bitter place. And I discovered this about why it's so far, hard to forgive. It sounds counterintuitive, I think, but I think it's true. It's, it seems to me that it's so hard to forgive because we are loyal to our suffering. And by that, I mean to say we are loyal to our suffering in that uh, if we, uh, our, our worry is that if we forgive, that somehow 
signals that what happened didn't really matter. And mm. that's just not true. Um, forgiveness doesn't mean letting someone off the hook for treating us poorly. It doesn't mean that what happened didn't matter. You know, uh, what forgiveness is, is um, it's something we do for ourselves. We take on for ourselves to process and work through any resentments or grievances we might have so that we can let them go. Why would we want to carry a 25 pound bag around our neck unnecessarily? That's the baggage we carry around, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're, if you're bitter about something or, or if you're angry with a former partner, for example, if you don't process that, you're going to take that anger into every new relationship you have, you know? And it doesn't matter if your grievance happened two days ago or 20 years ago. If you don't work to process it, it can have a significant detrimental impact on your health and happiness. So it's a life skill that's uh, uh, really important to learn. Wow. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we carry we carry that baggage into into every every relate or into the relationships that. We're in. It reminds me of a story that I heard once about, you know, this uh, lady who uh, married this guy and she heard a lot of stuff about him, but she fell in love with him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, but he, he ended up giving her, you know, a, a, you know, ended up being uh, given her hell, <laughs> you know. And yeah. so then, you know, she she asked him to leave and he moved out of the house. But she noticed that she was still going through hell, you know, yeah. in her life. And then, uh, it w- w- come to find out that he left his luggage in the closet, oh. you know, so yeah. which was really significant to the baggage that that was yeah. left, you know, there. Yeah. yeah, that was not dealt with. So, yeah. A- excellent. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's uh it's important to realize that, you know, um, it's counterintuitive. So it doesn't come to us naturally. We seem to be uh, naturally uh, wired to, to hold on to our grievances and to think about revenge. But, you know, I think it was Mark Twain that said the biggest problem with revenge is there ain't no future in it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. The person who wants to get revenge, should just go ahead and dig two graves because it's going to get you in the end. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. Um, so let's, you know, look at some more of this forgiveness aspect as it relates to leadership and organizational change. How, how could that, you know, transition over in, you know, to, to that to that playing field? You know, how could forgiveness what part does forgiveness play a part in that? Yeah, you know, um, there was this article in Forbes magazine, um, 2016, I think it was, entitled Forgiveness, the Least Understood Leadership Trait in the Workplace. And um, they make a point that forgiveness is um, an important emotional, uh, uh, social emotional skill. So, you know, leaders that are resentful or angry or bitter kind of create an environment in which, you know, people are not happy at work. Um, So if leaders are able to take care of their stuff and find their own path to forgiveness, they make it a better workplace for their employees. 
you know, um, it, it's so important. My colleague, Fred uh, Luskin, the director of the Stanford, for, Stanford Forgiveness Project, sorry, let me say that again. My colleague, Fred Luskin, the director of the Stanford Forgiveness Project, did a, a study with a Fortune 100 business a few years ago. He did a control group of folks who took the training and compared that to a group of folks who did not take the training, and they measured it over five years. And it was astonishing what they discovered. So the people who took the training, it was not surprising that their job satisfaction went up. You know, they had greater appreciation and happiness in their job. But the extraordinary thing was that the uh, bottom line, financial uh, um, statements, the median average was 25% better. That's extraordinary. Yeah. Know of a tool that can help you improve your numbers in your business uh, to that level. I mean, I, I want to share it with you. And I do. I, I, I've taught this workshop for uh, HR organizations and, and affiliated with Anderson University Business School in Anderson, South Carolina. It's really important stuff. Could you, uh, for our audience, please give us, um, you know, three leadership tips, you know, uh, and that can be around forgiveness, uh, whatever, you know, you, you see that would help to guide leaders uh, into being more productive and being, you know, even being more forgiving. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, let's see. Uh, I think the, the first tip is to live in the real world. To, to look at what is and not what you wish it was, you know, wow. to look at what is, because when you see what is, you can do something about it to improve it. Yeah, come on now. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and the other thing, my wife just wrote an article. She works. Uh, she uh, is president of an EAP company. She wrote an article called We Leadership. Uh, <laughs> leadership. It's not me leadership. It's we. We all work together. Um, uh, Cooper Cup won the most valuable uh, player award for the Super Bowl on Sunday, but didn't do it all by himself. And that's what he said. I didn't do it myself. If we didn't have anybody, you know, blocking on the offensive line, then the quarterback couldn't have thrown the pass that I called in the end zone. You know, it's a team approach. So we have to look at we leadership working together and together we succeed or fail. And working together, we, our chances are a lot better at succeeding. Yes, and, sir. and then the willingness to admit mistakes. Have you ever worked with somebody who never made a mistake? And <laughs> least in their own minds, you know, right. uh, they would go out of their way to cover up for something, which just only, uh, it was like, it's like a gravitational force that skews the, health in the workplace so leaders Mm. live in the real world act from a heart of courage uh working together with others and uh and find the energy to move it forward absolutely absolutely so how can people get in contact with you uh get your services uh and learn more about you yeah i'd love to be in touch with your listeners you can uh, look at my website, uh, lyndonharris.com, and uh, all my contact stuff is there. 
I'm on uh, Facebook and Instagram as well. Yeah, I'd love to get in touch with your listeners. This this is, you know, a study came out not long ago that said uh, forgiveness is good for us on a par with quitting smoking. <laughs> I'm telling you, if, if I know something that's good for you on, that's on a par with quitting smoking, I want to share it. And that's where I am now. I'm, I'm zealous to share this message because, yeah. you know, it's pr- probably saved my life, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. So now b- before we go, you know, um, you've been chosen as a TEDx Asheville speaker, you know, so how, how, how is that process going? And, you know, what, what's, what's, what's in store for you with that? Wow, it's such an honor to be chosen as a TEDx Asheville speaker uh, working with this group of people. I am just blown away. Um, you know, Barry is the, the woman who is heading this up. She is absolutely uh, incredible in her professionalism and uh, her vision working with us as uh, uh, speakers. And, uh, and I'm really enjoying getting to know the other speakers. It's a unique, I think it's a unique perspective on uh, on TEDx leadership because or TEDx development because she is um, pulling this together as a cohort. You know, we're not just individuals showing up to do our, our talk. We are part of a team and we're supporting each other. And that kind of collaboration is a beautiful model for successful businesses and communities. So Barry Barton is her name. And um and we're going to be speaking at the Diana Wortham Theater. I mean, how exciting is that? I'm really nervous. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's good. I read something from um, this author by the name of Mel Robbins, who has a book called The Five Second Rule. Yeah. And, you know, what she said is how the brain cannot tell the difference between being nervous and being excited. She says, so just choose to say that you're excited. There you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take that sage advice into the red dot when I'm on, on February 27th. Thank you. Wow. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so listen, man, it has absolutely been a an extreme pleasure uh, interviewing you on uh, the or having a conversation rather um, on the uh, Leadership Is podcast. And, um, you know, you, you, you make sure that you take care. And of course, this door is open for you. Um, and, and after, because I would love to interview you again after you do the TED, uh, the TEDx talk, sure. you know. I'd love that. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Uh, Thank uh, you so uh, much. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Hey, thank you so much for enjoying another episode of Leadership Is Podcast with my special guest, forgiveness coach, Lyndon Harris. His uh, perspective on forgiveness was absolutely an eye opener and very refreshing. And one of the things that he gave us as it relates to uh, leadership development is his three leadership tips. He said, number one, live in the real world. Not a world that is not existing, but in the world that you're currently in. Number two, he says, working together. Got to learn to work together, which is the primary component of teamwork. And then number three, he says, you go, you have to be willing or have to have a willingness to make mistakes. Lyndon, thank you so much for sharing your perspective as it relates to leadership development and forgiveness. 
With JM Leadership Development, our primary goal is to help you to fill or build your leadership bench. If you would like to have a half hour conversation, please reach out at 828-333-7234 or you can send us an email at jmleadershipconsulting at gmail.com and we will respond promptly. And always remember, leadership is influence and service.